Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. On this week's show, it's, uh, well, not just the week show. This will probably be a more of a special edition, if anything. It's uh, another episode of Fighting Words. We're going to be breaking down UFC 236. Um, we already had an episode come out this last Tuesday, so you're getting a bonus one for this week. That's because we love you here you're at welcome, the Offensive. You're welcome, <laughs> <laughs> um, We're going to be breaking down UFC 236. Little different format today. We're going to be ripping off uh, Brendan Schaub's format from below the belt just to see how it goes. Uh, and also, it's mainly because it's just me and Dave today. Yeah, so. yeah. And we're, we're we're recording in this intimate setting at his dining room table. Yeah, yeah, it's, is, um, it's it a, is very nice. It's a nice place you, you got here. I mean. Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, I got my uh, Trisha's mom and my mom. They come over and or not they they come over, but you know they came over and decorated it and it looks very nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Out of all the guys in the offensive, he probably has his life together the most. <laughs> <laughs> Try to at least. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, folks, uh, UFC two. Two thirty six is uh, Max Holloway versus Dustin Poirier. Two, uh, they're going to be fighting this Saturday, um, and I believe it's Atlanta. Um, yeah, yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so we'll be breaking that down today, and then uh, we'll probably be talking about a lot of other bullshit too. We'll be doing a little house cleaning, a uh, little current events, a nice little smorgasbord of things. Yeah, right? yeah, we'll hit, we'll hit it all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, but uh, Dave, anything to plug before we get going on the episode? Yeah, you can find me at uh, Superfan Armenta on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me at David Armenta on Facebook. Shout out to Lupus Org. Donate to the cause, and if you can, please go and donate those platelets. You can donate platelets every seven days up to twenty-four times a year, or if you can, please go out and donate whole blood. You can donate whole blood every hundred and fifteen days a year, and they do offer movie tickets. So, want to get those movie tickets for, let's say, Avengers Endgame or The Lion King, which is a trailer just dropped today go out and get those uh donate and you get some play or you get some movie tickets and you can find me on twitter at justin underscore malari and on instagram at justin malari uh the geek offensive has its own uh social media with the handle at geek offensive on just about everything um and this show is part of the geek say what network um we got a new script folks so bear with me uh, <laughs> uh jason's making me say thank you to him for being the executive producer so thank you jason for making me say thank you to you i'm kidding sort of <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> uh but big thank you to the network for giving us a platform uh the network has a plethora of other shows available uh including your starting line to geek culture geek excuse me ready set geek hosted by alex gullet our geek trivia podcast geek ko hosted by justin madriaga and ish diverse geeks in focus which is now available on soundcloud Finally, Ooh, finally, um, go back to Tuesday's episode with Gemma. Listen to that one. Um, focus it, it, the show focuses on marginalized issues in the geek culture. We have Nerds on a Roll, uh, hosted by Robert and Lauren. Um, it's a live play RPG podcast. Uh, and uh, coming out soon, a uh, new wrestling podcast that I'll be a part of called Pencil Neck Geeks, hosted by Berto Ponce and Elaine DeLalas. And oh. uh, yeah, I'll be running the sound for them. We have a name. Yeah, there's Hell a name. Yeah. Actually, the name's been around for a while. I just couldn't say anything. <laughs> but are we Are we the first one to drop it? Well, we are now. Fuck Wait, it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's, this, this is coming out. This is going out tonight. Um, <laughs> but uh, please check out all the podcasts on Google and Apple Podcasts. You can download them and subscribe. I think Gemma's feed is Gemma and Pencil Night Geeks. They're not quite out on iTunes and excuse me, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts yet. Podcasts yet, but they will be soon. 
uh, DGIF, I know you can get on SoundCloud right now. Um, and a big shout out goes to our, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, goes out to our associate producers, Wayland Productions, who normally help us with the equipment in the studio, uh, except for tonight's episode. Um, but uh, you can find them at wayland.ws. Uh, and please support their audio drama, We're Alive Frontier. Now available on Alpha. Finally, last shout out goes to our apparel sponsor, our bleh, our apparel sponsor, JordanDene.com. That's Jordan D E N E dot com. Uh, they're a geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, they help you look nerdy and they're eco friendly. Please uh, go shop there. Use the promo code GeekSayWhat and get twenty percent off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. And I think that's it. Let's jump into this episode. Yeah, that's right. We're actually recording straight ahead for once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, don't forget to check out UFC 236 this Saturday. It's Holloway versus Poirier 2. Should be an outstanding matchup. Um, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. And to check out our slash titty drop to join the offensive. Cue my music. It's always a different vibe when I record the intro first versus when we... Yeah, it's like... You know what I mean? Are we done? Yeah, because we're like, oh, we can relax. No, wait, no. This is is weird. Bathroom break? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you could. I'll pause it because I got to put the music in. No, you're fine. (laughs) No, folks, we have a live band play it every time. (laughs) Hold on, guys. God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, folks, we have a a little different... uh, format to try out today um I, I mean as some of you already know i listen to like fighter and the kid below the belt rogan all those podcasts um so you know we, we tried decided to like let's try a different format today and see what we could do uh mainly because we want to do another fighting words for uh this weekend but uh um do like schedules conflicting and due to the stuff that i'm about to talk about it was just kind of hard to get everyone together and to get uh, the stu- get everyone in the studio. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to try this format. It's just me and Dave at his house, um, his lovely home. So thank you, Dave. For- yeah, no problem. Mikasa is Sukasa, always. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I kind of like this setup because there's, there's a little less to watch. And like less that can go wrong because you're just watching the little like Zoom recorder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, you know we can trust this one because I believe the computer back at the studio <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> yeah, right. Associate producers, <laughs> hey, just kidding, Wayland. Yeah, guys, <laughs> we love you guys. Actually, we, we genuinely do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a few things have been going on in the in the past. I'd say March, starting end of February, beginning of March. You might have heard me talk about it on a couple of the shows already. So what's been going on with me in this past month? Uh, A lot. I'm going to open up a little bit to the audience here. Um, So like I said, uh, again, I've mentioned this in like bits and pieces in the last few episodes, but it's been a tough March. Um, Still going on pretty tough uh, April for me. The recording's kind of like kept things normal for me you know i i I do this stuff not because i'm hoping to get paid or anything i like doing this it feels good to do this um so that's why i've like kept recording despite everything going on and to be honest i don't have a job so i got the time (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, so it, it started off with getting laid off and, um, it, it was a dream job of mine. I was working at Heineken. Um, it's just business. Like their sales couldn't support their, their total sales team. So they let go of a lot of us. So, um, so I'm bummed out, not bitter about it. Uh, completely understandable. Um, but yeah, it was a dream job and unfortunately I lost it. But if that was all that had happened to me, I'd probably be okay. Um, the problem was about two days later, uh, my aunt, the uh, oldest um, person on my mom's side had a massive stroke. Um, she was already 88 uh, and you know lived a full healthy life, but for it to happen, uh, just kind of hit everyone on my mom's side of the family. Um, so with the exception of WonderCon, I was going up there like every weekend just to like check on her and be near her. And uh, the first weekend went fine. She was still talking, but um, after that, uh, her her condition just got worse and worse. And um, it, it, it's just been tough on the family. And like I said, she, she was 88. We all know she had a, a nice full life, but no rash, amount of rationalization that I give it will make it feel any less shitty. No. You no just, no you words. Just, yeah, you just have to just deal with this. Um, so yeah, I've been going up there every weekend except for the, uh, exception of WonderCon. So, um, but, but thank you to, you know, all my friends who've been supportive of me throughout this whole thing. And you guys in the studio. Yeah, man. Who are normally in the studio. Yeah, right. (laughs) Not the house. Yeah. Um, but it's been really helpful for me. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then April's been no worse either. I just found out, um, one of my uncles on my dad's side, he passed away. Um, Jesus, last night. Um, so it's it's just been like a every, everything's compounded. It's been tough, and you're, you know, I, I was I always think of like was was this like balancing out just because I had um such an amazing like two and a half years, and then all of a sudden it just comes to a screeching halt, and I lose family members, and you know, and now I now um. And it's not so much like the family member members were, um, excuse me, it's it's not so much just losing the family members, it's just seeing the toll it has on their families and having to deal with that. It's it's just not easy. No. Yeah. Losing a loved one is tough, but watching people that loved them go through it is just as tough. Just nothing you can do. It's yeah. Like the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, uh, my recording schedule has been a little irregular. Um, just because of that, I've been um, going up every weekend. Normally, we record the show Friday nights. I've just been trying to go uh, up to the Barry as much as I can, and now I'm going to be trying to see my family. Luckily, they're only in Pasadena, so um, not as far away. Um, but yeah, I've been spreading it out between uh, my different families and just trying to like uh, keep uh, the recording schedule like regular so at least every there will always be a show out every tuesday we'll try and knock out these extra ones uh, as they come um but yeah like i said if if it was just the job thing i'd probably be just fine um i've got enough tucked away that i don't have to worry about that i can start my job hunt soon um but yeah, that that's it's one to give that uh, a much clearer explanation of what's been going on um Hopefully, we'll have everything stay on schedule. Looks like for now, we will. Um, and 
I believe we'll be all set for the second half of the year as well. So in terms of the show, um, people are probably wondering, like, why don't you just take the time off? Why don't you just go relax and handle this? You know, this is kind of my way of handling it. Um, the last thing I want to do when I'm going through tough stuff is just kind of just, just sit and mope around and feel sorry for myself. I, I don't want to do that. So uh, recording and working out have, and just generally staying busy have been like, what's been helping me through this it's um, your normalcy yeah yeah you know all of the things that have happened to me have been just totally out of my control yeah so like this has been like okay i need i can control this yeah you know and this is still fun to me it's fun to like see you guys and put on a good show for everybody and um research this stuff so we should uh i mean that's again that's just helped me out just leaps and bounds so so yeah enough of the house cleaning uh, i just wanted to update everyone and like let everyone know i'm okay um uh and then uh yeah if, if i'm more than happy to talk about all of this but uh, yeah that's all that's been going on so well and mind you we just got back from a bachelor party too so yeah i mean you yeah, your life has yeah, yeah your life has been kind of a little chaotic as well too so you're trying to try to you know wear yourself in a little bit right now yeah so i've been traveling every weekend which has been fun but it definitely yeah. like wears on you like weekdays seem short to me now yeah it's the weirdest thing um so yeah that ha- just happened we you and i survived a bachelor party yeah yeah <laughs> or burner phones or just you know. what burner phones yeah. <laughs> david hey hey be cool all right fuck. be a bro god damn it. jesus oh fuck i'm already, I'm already fucking up i'm already <laughs> fucking up god damn it god damn it nothing happened yeah right <laughs> it's just hot chocolate and bible study that's all that happened oh fuck <laughs> so that was her name god damn it yeah <laughs> hot chocolate that was her name <laughs> uh but yeah like uh again i've had a couple of least like moments like that or you know have some levity um going to see uh well i guess i can say who it is it's officer matt's uh pa- past guest on the show went to his bachelor party um yeah he's, yeah, he's out it. in portland well, uh jury's still out but we'll see yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the trip was out in portland uh it was a blast we were just drunk most of the time uh, it was i wasn't like drunk drunk for most of it It was like a steady buzz well we didn't drink any hard liquor it was just beer most of it was yeah beer. yeah um only maybe on like the last night we drank a little hard alcohol because i was getting full yeah i don't know how everyone in portland is just not full all the time yeah well you know there's a lot of walking too you know they're walking and drinking going through going to each brewery or something like that and but. it's probably just tourists going to the the tap rooms yeah you know probably yeah but good food and good beer man yeah i put on so much weight um <laughs> to like to, to the point where when i got home i got worried i was like fuck yeah. I, I made all this progress in the last two months and then whoop, gone yeah we're one t- good weekend yeah i got back into it yesterday and i i i don't think i've sweat that much since i started working out like the first time again so i was yeah. like oh god damn it yeah. yeah but the good thing about it is i i think if you've been working out regularly like like you have dave and yeah like i have like it, your body kind of tends to try to adjust itself back yeah because i i I came in weighing when i got home i Uh weighed like 257 oh i'm already back down to 251 oh nice so it's it's like okay my body's already like and it's wednesday we got back sunday yeah so it's like okay body's trying to like get back to normal um so I'll, i'll have a few more pounds to lose but 
Um, but yeah, man, one weekend doesn't that suck? It's crazy. One good weekend will just fuck up everything. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm still paying for it today as we speak. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I tried to eat something today, and I still like, oh god, what the hell? Like my body was like, what are you doing? Yeah, we're also in our thirties, so it doesn't help things either. Yeah, yeah. But it's a good thing we didn't drink that hard liquor because I think if we did that, I think most of us would have been out. See, I would have preferred that than I would have gone to sleep sooner. There you go. I wouldn't have been as full. <laughs> but I think also, too, like maybe some people would have gotten fights. Who knows? But thank goodness. Who says it didn't happen? Yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, nothing nothing happened. Yeah, nothing. Nothing happened. No. It was fine. I got, uh, <laughs> but yeah, bachelor party was fun. Uh, I watched. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, yeah. Pretty much to, while I was recovering, I watched uh, WrestleMania uh, 35. And it was Kind of a cool feeling just because uh, it was the first WrestleMania I've bought. It was the first one I've watched live. Oh, I've been okay. a wrestling fan like for years on and off. And like that you was the first one. one. I've never gone to one. I've never watched one. Um, I've never bought the pay-per-view for... So like this was the first time I did that. You've never been to like a pay-per-view event? I have. Oh, you have? But okay. like for WrestleMania, I've oh, never yeah. done no. that. I've never... You know, watched one as it happened. I was caught the the replay or just caught the updates. That's the pinnacle, man. That's like uh, that's like the Super Bowl. Like trying to get tickets to the Super Bowl. I think it is. I mean, Super Bowl still hard to get tickets for. But here's the thing. Um, I didn't enjoy most of it. The WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah. Um, and then a lot. I know a lot of like hardcore WWE fans. Um, rated it like pretty enjoyable, but yeah. man, it was. Well, here's the thing. Um, it was a five and a half hour show. Holy shit! And I I started an hour and a half late, uh-huh. so I still had four hours to go. I'm like, holy fuck, this is a long ass show. I don't ever. They were never like that. I don't know. I've no, I don't remember and, them like that. And here's the thing: they with the pre show seven hours. Fuck. And I'm like, I can't do that. Uh, and here's and I'll, I'm not knocking it totally. Um. Uh, also, this is the first year where I've kept up with the build-up, too. I've been following um, the storyline since SummerSlam. So, yeah. like, uh, we, we did a breakdown of it on the show. So, I've been following it regularly th- since then. Um, but, yeah, five and a half hours for this show, and it only had a handful of moments that I really enjoyed. Uh, I'll, I'll give it this. The moments I enjoyed, I really fucking enjoyed. I was, like, emotional. I was, like, awesome. Um, well, storylines we yeah, paid we off. We were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the storylines paid off, but I mean, off the top of my head, uh, I was happy about Becky winning, Kofi winning, Samoa Joe's first appearance um, at WrestleMania, and then uh, and Ricochet's first appearance at WrestleMania. Um, beyond that, I wasn't really into anything else. And there were a couple of things I was looking forward to, like Kurt Angle's last match, but that was a bust. Um, I thought I'd be more excited about the Brock Lesnar Seth Rollins match, but that was a bust too. Um, uh, he's getting it, ready for UFC. Yeah, <laughs> but even with knowing that, it's yeah. like I, you know, I wanted a match still, and it was like, eh. Um, Dave, so, Dave Batista's last fight too, right? Well, we, we didn't know that going in. Yeah, we, we just had the fight, and that was kind of a snooze. Yeah. Um, and then again, I'm not knocking what they do in general. I'm just saying this show was just like it didn't do it for me. He's like, I still got to, rec- or he's like, I still got to film uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like Tim and Triple H are still they're fifty. Yeah. They're dude. fifty. I mean, I'm, I want to look like that at fifty. Dude, but Triple H think, is fucking huge still. I, I man, I don't look that good now. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, if the show was three hours, probably I could recommend it. 
but at five and a half for those four moments, I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, and then, then there was just too much, too much in one show. And the way they ordered the show, it, the crowd goes up and down in terms of emotion, sort of like b- gradually building up and up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard that they do that just because the crowd gets burned out. But I'm like, at five and a half hours, they're going to be burned out no matter what. Yeah. Um, so the women's match, which was the main event this year. So first all-female main event for um, WrestleMania. Um, the crowd, I felt, was kind of dead for it. Like, con- considering, like, the gravity of what was going on. Well, you had Ronda. Um, Charlotte and Becky. Yeah. And... Had this been a three-hour show and had they built it right, I feel like the crowd would have been going more nuts than they were. They were still celebrating, but God, if you were there since the pre-show, you were fucking exhausted. You put in a work day, um, and you were standing up and down. It's outdoors. I, oh man, I, I g- going to it couldn't have been fun or that much fun, other than like, you know, the thrill. It's like, oh, I can say I've been there. Yeah, but I don't think, man. I, I just couldn't recommend the show if I, <laughs> if I have to be honest. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just at five and a half hours, I'm I'm happy that some of the storylines ended up where I wanted them to go. I'm happy that Joe and Ricochet had their first WrestleMania experience. Um. Well, Bobby yeah. Lashley had a good fight too, though, right? Bobby Lashley. Uh, it was him and Finn Balor. I, I'm I'm glad Finn Balor got the Intercontinental Title back, yeah. but it was it was just like I've seen. The thing with watching the build up over the past few weeks. Yeah. I've seen the match like several times already and like they didn't need to do it again. Um and I had issues with the build up too. They did a few things right. Kofi was probably the best build up and payoff overall because it was a good build up. Um a lot of heat from the audience and or I mean Vince was able to get a lot of heat from the audience during the storyline and then it paid off clean and um Everything was, uh, everyone got emotional for that win. And yeah. that was right around maybe the three hour mark. So that was like just right. And like, you could have probably ended the show there. Yeah. Problem is, there's so much more. And Roman Reigns was on the card. Um, and it's his, his first singles win since beating cancer, uh, excuse me, leukemia. But that didn't do anything for me. I'm happy for him. That yeah. did, the match didn't do anything for me. It didn't really do anything for the crowd. Um, uh, yeah, so it was kind of weird. Like, I was happy to, like, actually sit and watch a WrestleMania, but I just couldn't recommend this one. Um, it does make me excited for all the, the the alternative coming out. And I know people are probably sick of, like, hearing the news about it, but AEW, All Elite Wrestling, is coming out in, uh, in May. Um, and I'm hoping it's the alternative that I'm looking for. Because if I want to stay a wrestling fan, it, it, I'm going to need something other than the WWE. Yeah, for sure. Then it's just, I mean, WWE is not aimed for me and my demographic. It's definitely skewed younger. Um, it's definitely skewed toward a more to grab more casual fans. Yeah. AEW will have much more of the indie influence, which is which you know what I enjoy. Um, and they'll have more athletic matches. They'll have a little more creative freedom. So hopefully that's. Um, what it is, um, I mean, really, I mean, a- WrestleMania just made me more excited for AEW, so I'm hoping it's it pays off and I get what I need from pro wrestling. Um, but yeah, man, WrestleMania, yeah, there's a lot, lot going on this weekend. Yeah, it was a it was a jam packed. Good thing Game of Thrones didn't come out that weekend. Fuck, man. <laughs> I would have. Yeah, but we for some reason April has been like all the time sensitive episodes we got to do for the show. Yeah, that's when it's coming out. So. 
Um, I'm glad I had John on to talk about the upcoming WrestleMania event. So we said we were going to do a reaction. We're going to do that. We're going to yeah. record it tomorrow. Um, right now it's it's Wednesday night. This will I'm going to put this up as soon as I get home. So it'll be ready to go for Thursday night. You folks will get another episode tomorrow. You're welcome. Um, because yeah, <laughs> we love you at the offensive. Yes. Um, and then uh, yeah, like you said, Game of Thrones. That's coming out. Dude. That we're recording that Friday. That'll be out Tuesday. I under I know it will be out after the premiere, but we'll I'll explain it. I'll explain it properly on the show. Don't yeah, worry. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, still though like the yeah. anticipation is just eating at everybody you know yeah i think i've watched the last episode of season seven probably about five times already and mm. it's wednesday <laughs> and i started on monday so yeah you know what i do at the end of every uh season uh-huh. i will go back and watch the first few episodes oh there you go and it's like god it's a different show yeah. <laughs> you catch the five minutes where the starks are actually happy it's yeah it's hilarious <laughs> oh man and and uh brand could walk Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, for that whole episode. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we have the Game of Thrones episode coming out. We have uh, Avengers Endgame this month. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm oh. just like, <sighs> we'll get that reaction. You have your tickets, right? I have my tickets. It's okay. been 12 hours. Fuck you, internet for crash. Like, how do you websites not get their shit together and not know? Like, hey. People are going to buy their fucking tickets. Like, I don't think it, this ever happened to Star Wars, like when Star Wars tickets came out or Avengers and, or Infinity War. It has, but not to that capacity. No, it, and, it, we, and we were talking about this the last time yeah. uh, we did an Avengers reaction. Like, I, I kind of feel like the Marvel MCU has kind of surpassed Star Wars in terms of their well, cultural penetration and their influence. The way the tickets are being bought and people are selling tickets for $5,000. You see that online? Like people are selling their tickets for $5,000. Five it's yeah. a and movie. People, wait, people, wait, wait, wait. No, go who's, who's selling their tickets for five grand? Well, the opening day tickets, people are buying, like are buying for $5,000. Who's dumb enough to buy no them for idea. five grand? No idea. Actually, you deserve it. Yeah. Lose that money. <laughs> if you had that kind of money to lose. Give that, yeah. no, give that money to someone. He, that other person's clearly earning it. Like yeah. that's, if you're dumb enough to like buy the ticket, but, go fuck yourself. But yeah, and I mean, there's like, I guess what happened was is that they are just three times more than what they sold in Infinity War as far as like pre-sale tickets. Oh, like number? Yeah, the number wise. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. This is the, the end of a... Uh, Pretty much the what, first four phases, I yeah, guess. And then yeah, I think everything goes right. Like anybody can die. There's no coming back, obviously. So whoever dies, yeah. Is not well, I mean, Spider Man's gonna come back. Well, we know that yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, um, yeah, it, it's gonna be yeah. interesting to see like how they they bring everyone back and see who who stays gone, who goes. Yeah. Um, you hear rumors, but you just don't know for sure because yeah, you had, the movie hasn't came out yet. And that's the thing. I, I again, I, I've been good about this for a long time now. I just watch the first Marvel trailer and don't watch anything else because I know I know I'm going to go see the movie and the tra- all the trailers and the hype all that is just there to get you to buy tickets mm-hmm. the, the movie already has yeah. my, has my money so I don't need to like get caught up in that <laughs> and, you, and you see people get so stressed out yeah. and sweaty over it and I'm like that looks awful. Why would I do that to myself? Well, I'm just gonna go relax and have a good time and watch this movie. <laughs> I remember the I remember the thing I said to you. I was like, I can't wait till the trailer drops for uh, Endgame, and you're like, Yeah, I did already. It's called Infinity War. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you, you needed more than Infinity War to get you to watch this. <laughs> I was like, You're fucking. You're absolutely. Right. <laughs> you're right. Um, but 
to Marvel's credit, like they did a good job with the end game trailers. They haven't really spoiled much. Nope. Um, I believe they confirmed that all the trailer footage is the first 20 minutes of the movie. But they also confirmed, too, a lot of it could be fake footage. Like, they have yeah. said that they'll leak fake footage. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, no, good. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. I, I, I don't want to be spoiled. I uh, yeah. uh, Again, I've been invested for this since the first Iron Man. So, I, I want to see this play out. And, like, good for them for being, like, cognizant of that. 11 years, 22 movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. 2008 yeah. is when it started. Yeah. 2008. I remember when that first Iron Man came out. God damn. Yeah. And they said that they're not going to announce any more, what is it, movies or what their, what their, well, what do you call it, schedule is until after Spider-Man. I guess they mean the actual, like, dates because they've already, like, talked about, like, yeah, there'll be a Black Widow movie, a Hawkeye series, uh, a Captain Marvel 2, so. Yeah. <laughs> Black Panther 2, like, yeah, so. Doctor Strange 2. Guardians yeah. Of the Galaxy 3. So they've already yeah. announced, like, well, we just won't tell you the schedule. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll still be at the theater, Marvel. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that'll that be coming out later this month. Um, but yeah, a lot of time-sensitive stuff this month. So it's yeah. been uh, tough in terms of dealing with everything going on in my life versus like the, hey, we need to get this episode out. So And it's already April 10th, so. Yeah. Oh, God, it's already April 10th. God right? damn. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I... I think that's. I think the next time sensitive, real time sensitive stuff is probably going to be the release of uh, Pencil Neck Geeks, our, our new uh, pro wrestling podcast. Um, Hell yeah! Yeah, so folks, me talking about pro wrestling on the show has been leading somewhere, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fighting words will stay right here on the Geek Offensive, and then uh, Berto and Elaine will take over uh, all the wrestling talk. Um, I mean, I'll still have guests on, but I mean, they'll be your go-to source because, quite frankly, they're my go-to source yeah. for wrestling yeah, yeah. news. <laughs> and John too. Yeah, and John too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be the next thing coming out soon. They'll probably be talking about Double or Nothing, which will be AEW's um, inaugural event. Um, All In was just kind of a, I guess like a test promotion for those of you keeping up. All In was um, all the indie promotions coming together. Um, the Young Bucks and Cody kind of took it as a challenge to <laughs> see if they could draw 10,000 people, and they, they did. Uh, they sold out their arena 10,000 seats in like 30 minutes so um it, it actually like is promising it was a good sign that people want wrestling but they want something different and again like i said earlier wrestlemania got me excited for an alternative i hope it's the alternative that i've that i've wanted um but yeah i mean april's gonna be busy major and then comic con before we I'm, know it just be right but comic con like before we know it um we got to get the guys together to like schedule the uh second half of the year but i mean we've already got some like kind of locked in and planned out so next second half of the year should be good yeah um oh well, yeah and then uh but yeah um been Man, a lot going on. So it's it's, it's felt like the second half of the year. Yeah, it's felt fucking busy. It yeah. it, it just April always kind of like sneaks up on us. April's kind of the year when we kind of the year the month <laughs> when we plan out like what's going on for the rest of the year, and the rest of the year is always hectic too. Um, well, we haven't even done the network mixer. That's I don't it. know if we're gonna. Well, more news on that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but yeah, folks, we got a lot planned. Um, 
and uh, oh, because I don't work for Heineken anymore, like I can go back to doing the shows at the at Backstreet if we do those again. Yeah, we go to Backstreet, or we can go to well, we can record at the Wall. Well, the Wall I could do because since they sold some of their products, yeah, um, so it wouldn't be seen as like helping competition, but. It was kind of cool to like do those shows at the the brewery just to get some reps out in public. Or we can uh, hit up our boy Will D from uh, Chapman. From Chapman, we could oh, we yeah. could do that. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, we'll have some fun stuff planned, and um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the rest of the year. Um, as far as MMA news goes, a lot. I think the big one. <laughs> a lot's happened since the last Fighting Words. I can't even remember when two thirty five was. I, that must have been like February. That seemed like forever ago because I, I March second, March second. But so much shit has happened since then. Mm-hmm. It's it's been over a month, like a month and a half, right? Yeah. So it's everything that I mean, we could go over it, but it's like it's already been talked about to death. Yeah. But I think the main thing right now is the story that broke just uh, either today or yesterday. It was yesterday. Fucking TJ Dillashaw getting popped <sighs> for man. EPO. Um, I think a few days even before that, he put up a, a post about relinquishing his title. And, you know, once you do that, it was just relinquished. No denial. It was just like he knows he got caught. Yeah. Um, so for folks of you new to this, like um, EPO is what uh, Lance Armstrong got popped for. Uh, helps you with cardio. It, it helps you produce red blood cells. So it helps you keep going longer. And it it's very clear that, you know, TJ was guilty. Again, I'm no scientist, but... You look at the way TJ fights, and you look at what EPO does, and it all just makes sense. Um, TJ's yeah. a, a volume puncher who keeps up the high pace, who um, has great cardio, and that's pretty much what EPO helps you do. <laughs> um, and according to Jeff Nowitzki, it's you know he can't blame it on a tainted supplement or dick pills. It's nope. yeah, it's very clear that you know when you take this kind of EPO, the EPO that he got caught for. Um, it's o- injection only. So he was very aware of what he was doing. Yeah, there's no. Oh, I took a supplement or I took a pill that I wasn't supposed to. I fucking you know. Yeah, and it's a damn shame too because yeah. TJ in the cage was a beauty to watch. Um, it was it was amazing to watch what he could do, and now that it it it, it hurts even more because. He was going to be one of those guys you talked about. Was like he was one of the best in his era. You're going to talk about him years to from, for years and years to come. Yeah. Now there's this, and it's not just. I'm sure he still has skills, but because of it's for what he's known for the the constant pressure, the pace, the cardio. I mean, it hurts him so much. I I don't see him bouncing back from this. Be hard to hard pressed to. You know, it's not like one of those things where, like, Chad Mendes was able to come back and, mm-hmm. you know, sort of... I mean, he's still recovering himself as well, but, you know, it wasn't like one of those... He said he took a bad supplement or something like that. This is actual, like you said, an injection where he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But not also that. He he, he had two tainted because yeah. um, he went back and checked another one. And that one was just as bad as the, first, or the one they just had, so... Yeah, and then the fact that... It's like the, the rumors have been around, and Cody's been calling him out since day one. Yeah, the funny thing about the the Cody stuff when he's like, "You've been teaching him how to dope for years," <laughs> and then 
or you were showing guys how to do it. He, I think he said something along those lines. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Smith pointed this out. He's just like, wait a minute, you're not showing guys unless they want to do it. So Cody kind of outed Team Alpha Male. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so, or at least the people who were around TJ at the time. So I'm, I'm surprised more people didn't get caught there. Who knows? Uh, who I knows? Mean, Maybe down the line. Down, yeah, exactly. Down the line or, or Team Alpha Male might, might clean their shit up pretty quickly. I mean, I, I feel like they have been. I mean, you haven't seen much news from them, but also, like, they just haven't had as much success as they have in the past. No. Um, but, yeah, it's a damn shame with TJ. He's so much fun to watch. Um, but, yeah, he just he just got caught. Fucking, uh, you, know, you know, what's funny, too, is, like, someone like Chael Sonnen, he bounced back from this because he got caught for EPO, too. Yeah, he did. But Chael, he wasn't on the same level as TJ. No. He wasn't going to be like an all-time great. Plus, you know, he, he kind of owned it almost. <laughs> he played that bad guy role so well. Definitely heel, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's an outlier. That that personality, it's like you can't keep that off the air. It's like, like one of those things where you just like the water just runs, like it just brushes off. You know, yeah. one of those things you just brush off with, especially that type of person and their personality. But with the, with TJ, you kind of got that feel of like, God damn it, TJ. Like you were you were that dude, man. You yeah. were that fucking guy. So. Um, yeah, damn shame. Yeah. yeah, it it's yeah it's kind of a bummer and uh, that i wonder if all this with all the stuff going on in mma i'm probably wondering if like that had something to do with me going to wrestling because wrestling it's like you know there's gonna be bullshit but it's, it's all entertainment you know most of it is scripted well they're getting uh, that entertainment factor now you see guys calling each other out or you see guys well fuck we just had the jorge masvidal going after oh god what's his name well anyways when he beat um in his last fight, when he beat, I forget it, what's his, God, it's not coming to me, but but Jorge Masvidal had an issue with somebody in the back, and he gave him. Oh, like, Leon Edwards. Leon yeah. Edwards, yeah, and he gave him a two piece in the yeah. soda. He said. Well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. uh, no, 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 with, with the whole entertainment era. That's what I'm oh, talking about. It, yeah. It's like all the bullshit that goes on and stuff with Connor and Jones. It's like, um, there's really been no one to, like, for me at least, to, like, look forward to in terms of like a big name yeah. uh and i think that's probably why i've been going to wrestling because you know all the bullshit and the the dumb stuff that happens that's supposed to happen yeah. over in wrestling it's not supposed to happen in mma uh and in the ufc which is supposed to be like the, the pinnacle of mixed martial arts the, the nba the nfl of it all and you see like shady decisions you see like guys getting popped left and right and i understand that happens in all professional sports but to, to happen to have it continually happen to all the top guys is really disheartening yeah. and that's why again i really root for guys like dc and gsp who've stayed clean and um i, I know they're not the most exciting people in terms of like a draw but those are the guys who are clean and getting it done oh yeah dc stays true to his dad bod that's mm -hmm. for sure yeah <laughs> and again people like to shit on him for whatever reason but his only losses are to john jones a coked up roid user come on man <laughs> yeah but even still he's you know the best fighter he is ever. i'm like that's the yeah. only guy that can beat you that's dude fine. that made uh, yeah. dc one of the best of all time <laughs> oh yeah easily um one or two yeah, and then I just Jones is still a draw. I just don't think he's gonna be the same. The aura is gone. Like, yeah, no, not everyone will be behind him. They're just kind of checking out to see what happens. Yeah. 
So or when he fucks up again, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, is he gonna fuck up again? That's yeah. So such a th- way for or look for. Yeah, a lot of this stuff isn't even fun for me in the in terms of the drama, like the, the stuff with Khabib and Connor. God, man, it's like it's it took like a not fun turn. Um, Somebody compared them to like Tupac and Biggie, and I was like, that's that's <sighs> kind of uh, that's a little far fetched, but I mean, I don't, I don't I think mean, so. I, it's just not fun. No, not at all. Um, it, it was cool, like before the fight, and like, okay, build up, up it's the leading fight. up to yeah, fight. Yeah. But hey, guys, you already fought. Yeah. It was a clear winner. Let's let's move on. But it's kept going. Um, it's got real deep. Real, yeah, real. Connor got like real personal, sort yeah. of racist, like uh, that dark. You see the, yeah, see that photo with uh, Khabib and his wife at the wedding, like because in his culture, like there's that really traditional thing, and mm-hmm. you have the the veil covering the bride's face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess like. Connor called, uh, hey, your wife's a towel. Ugh. And I'm like, come on, man. That yeah. one, it's a hacky joke. And two, it's, it's kind of racist or, or at least insensitive to his culture. And like, what what are you doing, man? Um, and then he, a year ago, we were all rooting for you. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, and then Khabib came back and he showed a picture of, like, I think it was like Connor grabbing some chick's ass and said that he was a rapist. And I was like, yeah. Why, yeah. why respond? You know, if anything, you should just respond with the picture of you having him in the chokehold. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. That's it. That's all he has to do. Yeah. He doesn't have to do anything else. Um, But yeah, and I think even Dana White had to step in and be like, just, hey, guys, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, what else happened? I, I mean, especially with... I mean, I hope this is kind of marking the end of the entertainment era because I'm kind of sick of all the drama. I just want to get back to this is a good card these guys are awesome fighters let's showcase their skills and not all the bullshit that goes on behind the scenes there's been a lot of great fights man a yeah, lot of great fights there has and yeah. unfortunately i feel like it gets overshadowed because Definitely does if you talk to a common fan who just follows it like loosely like they won't talk about um gagey's last fight or um johnny walker's rise or anything like that they're going to be talking about like um, Khabib and Connor, or Jones doing coke, or TJ getting popped, and yeah, they didn't it see. Sucks. Yeah, you're not talking about Michael Johnson who got fucking starched by Jim uh, Ebbett. Ebbett, Ebbett's. I know who you're talking. About. I yeah. can't think of the guy's oh my name. God, he gave him a two piece in that fucking thing. Ooh, yeah, starches ass. Yeah, Gagey versus Barbosa. Excellent, excellent example of oh, like yeah. a fun card. By the way, the ESPN era I feel like is going well. So good. Um, but again, it's just overshadowed by all this other stuff. Some interesting changes too. Yeah, with the uh, ESPN's uh, system. Uh, you you have ESPN Plus. Right? I do have ESPN Plus. So yeah. I guess all the pay per views now are only available through ESPN Plus. Yeah. Um, I guess when you sign up, you get a uh, one pay-per-view for free, and then you just um, pay Excuse for them me? as usual. Yeah, you get one. What the fuck? I, I didn't think. know that. I think you get one for free, but like well, the rest you get like at a discounted price. I might get the one, this one for for free then, or that, think, that one, or the one in July. I think that's what. It is. Don't quote me on that, but yeah, double check. I'll have to double check on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But either way, you get to buy them at the cheaper price. Yeah. And I think, um, I think you have to buy all of them through ESPN now. But you, if you have the the subscription then it's a little cheaper so um i think they're doing things right i think how it works was like espn bought each pay-per-view as if they had so many buys so i think the ufc gets a certain amount of money yeah no matter what um it's like, only one a month now which is great thank god yeah um <laughs> um and 
again, they're on ESPN. I, I think they're going to be in the long run a lot better than Fox. Uh, not that I hated what Fox was doing, but like it's ESPN now. Yeah, it's you know the pin- like, like we, they talk about in the sports world. It's the pinnacle, you know, like yeah. so that, that's the top notch. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't want is Stephen A. Smith talking about MMA. Who has no ever. idea? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, stay stay with basketball, baseball. Just stay think, away from MMA. Yeah, I, think for, I think for him, he's he's been wear thin because uh, they actually gave him shit because uh, he was on talking about football and he, he talked about uh, Eric. He, he was talking about oh, Chargers that was a few weeks ago. Yeah, or like he was talking about a Chargers player and uh, Teddy Bruschi had to call him out. I was like, well, that guy hasn't played all season, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, like yeah, stuff, yeah. There's stuff like that. I'm just like, the, man. Yeah. The, well, here's the thing with ESPN. You hired. Chael and Ariel, and you already had Breco, Brett Okamoto. I'm like, you have them. Let let them handle that. Yeah. The other guys just step aside. Um, did you see that one? This is from a while back, but did uh, is Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, they had that show? Yeah, they're on Fox. So. They're on Fox. Though. Yeah. So. Oh man, that was that was awful. If you listen to them talk about MMA, oh god, it's the saddest thing. Why well, jump into something you have it's, no idea? Like I almost took it personally. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I'm a I'm a hockey fan, but I'm not like a like a in depth hockey fan. So yeah. like, if I try to talk hockey to you, like I have no idea what I'm talking about, and I'm just not. I'm going to stay in my lane. So yeah. it's like one of those like, come on guys, like there's no reason for you to talk about that. Yeah. So I'm like, you had the guys to talk about. There's no reason for you guys. Yeah. To fucking talk about let Ariel MMA. let exactly you know, Brett, let those guys do what they do. You hired the best in the business in Ariel, and yeah. just just let him handle that. Like, I just just take a coffee break. You yeah. know, you don't need to be there for this. Um, but it, again, it is cool to see all of that on ESPN. I think it's going to work out just fine. Um, I, I'm just interested to see how the pay per view thing plays out because I don't know if fighters can get points anymore in their contract. Yeah. Yeah. So how the well, yeah exactly yeah. how is that gonna work I I don't know how, are the, um, how like what are you fighting for now like you know like are you obviously you want to get the fight of the night because you want to get that extra money but yeah after that it's like what else do you you know what else are you fighting for yeah so it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out but um, like I said the last few cards have been actually really good really fun um, when the events do take place there isn't much bullshit behind it. <laughs> um, I remember I got kind of off to a rough start with the whole like uh, Rachel Ostovich and then Greg Hardy being on the card and all that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but you know you look right past it. Unfortunately, yeah. um, Greg Hardy had a horrible. You know he, he he mistakenly hit somebody when he was on his knee. Mm-hmm. And, you know he he knew he fucked up. So, yeah. but it, you know, luckily they were able to recover from that. And yeah, and now we've got like so many great fights. Yeah, they put a, they put on some good shows. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Barboza versus G- Gagey finally back in the win column. Um, but yeah, he's always fun to watch. So I, I would imagine ESPN like wants to showcase that guy a bit more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you had the international fight or that card out there. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like this is. I feel like we're going back to the right direction. I remember one of the last ones we covered also was um, when Gaslam was supposed to fight Whitaker. And we were like, yeah, this is, you know, Whitaker got injured. But had that not happened, that would have been like, this is the, what we're talking about. The cards we want to see. It's all about the fighting. It's not about, uh, you know, drama and such. But it kind of worked out, though, because now we're getting, I don't want to say worked out, but 
I mean, I don't know how much of a better fight it's going to be, but I'm really looking forward to the fight that's coming up with uh, Israel Adesanya and uh, Kevin Calvin Gaslin. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too. UFC 236 is uh, interesting just because the the two main events are for interim championships. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of goes back to the that's what I was saying with the, with the chaos that was going on with the UFC, like, you know, um, middleweight's been kind of at a standstill because, like, the champion's been just continuously injured. Uh, lightweight, who the fuck knows what's going to happen now? We don't know when Khabib's coming back. We both know he's he's suspended. Well, we got, um, yeah. We just don't know when he's coming back. And I'm like, you can't have the, a belt be that inactive. And then Tony, too, man. Tony, yeah, I would again. I would love to see Tony Khabib, but I mean, I don't think Dana wants to plan that again. It's been like four times they scheduled it and it didn't happen. But uh, I am looking forward to Khabib versus the winner of Holloway Poirier, though. Yes, that would be fantastic. Um, I had even when I was doing the research for this, I'd even forgotten that they had fought before. And I'm like, oh shit, that was forever, almost a decade ago. Yeah. Um, well, now you got Anthony Pettis is making a comeback. Too. Anthony Pettis is coming back too. Oh my God! Um, who did he just fight? Oh, he beat uh, Wonder Boy. Oh uh, yeah, at one seventy. Damn! Right off so, the cage. Yeah, I, I'm really like, Fuck. I'm really liking the fact that like guys aren't cutting so much weight and killing themselves no. anymore. You and can, he looks you can so see what, comfortable. Yeah, they're comfortable. They're energized. You can see what they're really capable of. I, I'm, I'm very happy with that trend. Um, I, I'm wondering if. I mean, I'd like to think one championship had something to do with that. You, if you do, you remember what they did? You know what I'm talking about? Uh. Uh-uh. So a few years ago, they they had someone pass away from uh, from cutting oh, yeah, weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were just we like, no, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do something about this. There's hydration tests. They moved everyone up a weight class yeah. in the champions. So if you were fighting at welterweight, they moved you to middleweight. If you were the middleweight champ, they moved you to light heavyweight, and you were the light heavyweight champ. That's it. Simple yeah. as that. So not everyone's like killing themselves. Um, I know California does this too, but I think you can only put on so much weight for the after the after the weigh-ins. So yeah, you're getting some like some good fights over there too. And I'm glad to see like guys are going back up and not trying to kill themselves. Yeah, it, and they look comfortable, the f- mm-hmm. and the fighting's getting it's, it's more competitive. So there's more parity, and it's just yeah, it's looking really good right now. Yeah, I remember when that was all the rage. Everyone's like, I'm gonna go down two weight classes. Like Kenny Florian went all the way down to featherweight that's right and he won the ultimate fighter at middleweight (laughs) (laughs) that's that's 80 that's from 85 to 45 jesus christ has he been on i haven't seen him and he's He's been been, on there he's been on because i remember he was he's been on there prior to espn taking over ufc yeah kenny's doing the damn thing he's still there he's uh he's still an analyst and then uh he's running his own school too for jujitsu yeah uh meraki i think it's called yeah but uh yeah, man. I, I mean, th- despite my complaint earlier, th- there is some good happening. So thank goodness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been um, looking forward to like get back to MMA. I've been talking about a lot about wrestling in the last few shows. So this has been a nice little break and it's a fun excuse to watch all the fights and do some research. Seems like we've been talking about a lot of everything else but MMA. <laughs> I know, man. It's uh, It's been, again, it's been hard for me. To, if I'm being real honest here, it's been hard for me to talk about it just because it's everything gets overshadowed yeah. by these big news stories. And... Uh, yeah, it's just disheartening, and I want it to be about 
the fighting and the arts and showing off their skills and really pushing who's the best instead of who sells the most tickets. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like hopefully you won't see another Colby Covington in his antics. Oh man. Fuck that dude. Well, here's my thing with Colby. I was a fan before he started doing that. Um, yeah. I was a fan. Was I, I was like, I already had my eye on him. I'm like, yeah, he's going to be something. And I'm like, I always felt like he didn't need to Mm-mm. to do that. And he, his for whatever reason, he just felt like he had to. And I mean, it, it, they, it paid off in a way, but now no one likes him. Yeah. Yeah. He can't even train with anybody because he knows everybody's like, he, he's burned too many bridges. Yeah. So. Which sucks because he's really talented. Yeah. You get a, and then what sucks too is you get like a, guy like Colby Covington and then you get a person like uh, Karate Hottie who just won her you know mm-hmm. fourth fight in a row and you're just like just, there's such so much like peril in, in the UFC it's just like god man like why can't we all just kind of like just be who wait, you wait, are is Karate Hottie say? what do you mean like like the personality you get a Colby and mm-hmm. then you get a person oh the opposite yeah you get totally karate, opposite yeah. like a genuine really good person like yeah. you get her and you know she's the cookie mom because Dana White bought a thousand boxes of cookies from his daughter her daughter <laughs> you know and it's like god you know why can't we why can't anybody just be themselves you know be good people I, I mean that's how it always is and yeah. when people talk shit when it's really good it's because they're that's that's their personality connor is a fantastic shit talker because yeah. he legit is one yeah um chael is great with shit talking because he's good at like scripting and acting stuff out yeah. ben Askren, <laughs> ben Askren, great at talking shit yeah. um but yeah and that, it's because it's who they are yeah um I, oh, that's one thing I, I hate about mma when a fighter all the fighters feel like they have to to talk have to talk shit just to get noticed and they're you can tell when they're not naturals at it yeah i i fucking hate that i'm like no just be yourself yep. win and then the, the you're gonna if you keep winning they can't ignore you no um so when a fighter is naturally not a shit talker and they try to shit talk it it bums me out because it's always so bad and they yeah. sound so uncomfortable doing it. Uh, maybe that's another reason I've been going to pro wrestling too because it's <laughs> like they, they all shit talk because they're supposed to, you know? Yeah. It's a pers- uh, it's, it's uh, part of the job. Yeah, part of the job. There you go. Um, but yeah, that, oh man, it, it always bums me out. It's like if you're not a shit talker, just don't talk shit. Nope. Uh, l- leave it to the guys who do, you know, like your Diaz's, your Connors. Um, they're pros at it. Yeah. That they're just naturally that way. You can't, duplicate that you can't just generate that you know um but yeah i i just want to get away from that i want it to be about the fights and the skills again and it, it seems like that's where this is going here um especially with guys like holloway and adesanya um the the undercard should be all right too um not a lot of big names on there but some some veterans on there yeah um yeah let's just jump into the fights <laughs> um ufc 236 uh this saturday april 13th at uh, the state farm arena in georgia um so let's just start with the opening bout here we got at light heavyweight we got uh, osp ovin st Prue versus mm-hmm. nikita krylov um they both need the win uh, I'm going to take OSP here just because uh, Krylov struggled on the ground against Blahovich in his last fight. Um, and Ovin St. Proof, I don't know if you remember, he's the one that uh, has that wicked, like, Von Flute choke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he's he's been tested. I mean, not tested, but he's he's been in a lot of big fights. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the first fight that J- uh, John Jones fought when he came back. Yeah. You know. 
Um, he is older, but not that much older, and no. he's still in like pretty good condition. Uh, Ovens, I think, is just way physically stronger, and then I think um, if he can get Krylov to the ground, that's it. I don't. Krylov didn't look great in his last fight uh, off his back. Um, you know what's funny with that Von Flute choke? I think OSP's hit it more than he has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen. Yeah, I'm trying to check the record here, but yeah, I haven't seen him. Uh, do it recently, but yeah, he's he's hit it harder than anybody. Else. As in, he's he's yeah. landed the choke more yeah. than um, than Von Flew. So I'm wondering if you call it the OSP, OSP choke. OSP choke. <laughs> but I think Von Flew invented it, so maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, OSP choke sounds cool. It's more modern. Like <laughs> that's marketable. <laughs> uh, but Keep man, the name wrong. Yeah, yeah. If uh, yeah, if OSP and Krylov go to the ground, that's it for sure. Krylov's got his his only chances on the feet. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go OSP. I'll go second round submission against Krylov. What about you? What are you thinking for that one? Yeah, I got OSP, but I, I feel like it's gonna go decision as well. Like um, I think it'll go. Two rounds, one. I just feel like OSP. It, I haven't seen anything from him. Oh shit! He beat Tyson Pedro with his armbar. Can he retire? I think he just retired. Tyson Pedro? It's either him or his brother. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then Vasa? He, yeah. Yeah. One. It's either him or one of them retired. Really? Yeah. Damn. He was young too, huh? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, who did you say you have? I got OSP, yeah, uh, OSP. decision. Oh, shit. I didn't know that, though. Yeah. Well, they, they took some hard losses, but they took it to some veterans, like Tyson Pedro oh, yeah. lost to uh, Shogun. Yeah. They put on some great shows. Yeah. Um, Next up. But you got OSP? OSP, yeah. What did you say? So, what did you say? Decision? Decision. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got at Welterweight. We got Alan Joban versus Dwight Grant. Um. Dwight Grant doesn't even have a Wikipedia, but uh, no, he came off the Contender Series. Um, he's had uh, he had an impressive win there. He made Dana White go holy shit. Uh, he lost his debut, but came back in his second fight. Um, it's hard for me to judge a guy off a debut in the UFC because it's just jitters. Uh-huh. You know, you have to be like, nah, you let it go. Even if they win, you'd be like, mm, it's, I can't judge him off the debut. Yeah. Um, but young, up and coming guy. Uh, very athletic. Uh, he looked good in his win on the contender series. Got it, just blanked. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean he, he's definitely going to have a future there. I don't know how far it'll go, but um, yeah, he's just a good athletic fighter, real scrappy. A lot of those um, guys are coming around there. Mm-hmm. But for him to be in the main card, that's kind of oh, I love right the there. contender series. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, if you're gonna like, I'm, I'm kind of. I hope they don't do another Ultimate Fighter, but I think they are. They um, need to wean off that for sure. Yeah, but Contender Series, like that's that's the way to go. Yeah. I, again, getting back to the just the fighting, none of the this bullshit in the house. Yeah. Um, and then, but Alan Joban, tough veteran, very well rounded, um, excellent ground game, Versace model, yeah. dime piece. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, dude's a uh, stud. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we're just basing it off looks, I mean, Joe Ban all day. Yeah. Um, but I think he needs a win. No, he just beat Ben Saunders. Yeah, so. he beat Ben Saunders. Okay, so he's back in the win column. Because uh, I remember he had like a slight skid for a little bit. But Well, he uh, beat a... I mean, he lost to a couple of good guys, Gunnar Nelson yeah. and uh, Nico Price. Mm-hmm. Nico Price is a fucking stud. Yeah, so. he's a beast. Uh, but Alan Joe Ban, um, I mean, he's always been like a favorite of mine. So it's like I always kind of root for the dude. I'm a little biased on this pick. Um it's going to be one of those things where 
I mean, Dwight could catch him something because I, I feel like he's just younger, more athletic. Because how old is Joe Ban? He's about 37. 37. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. Uh, Dwight, he's real athletic, real fast. Um, so that that's it. Allen's going to really have to rely on his experience here. Um, I'm wondering if this is one of those changing of the guard fights because uh, I'm going I'm to pick Dwight Grant for the upset, but I'm going to be rooting for Allen. Like, I really hope he wins because I like the dude. He's really a good ambassador for the sport. Um, always fun to watch. Um, what do you got? I got Joe Bunn. Uh, yeah, Joe Bunn? Yeah, I got him... Uh, Third round knockout. Yeah. Just I feel like, you know, you're going to fill each other out the first two rounds and then mm-hmm. Joe Biden can just get him in the third round. Yeah. If Dwight Grant wins, I think it'll be quick. It'll be like a flash knockout in the first round. Yeah. Which is what I'm hoping doesn't happen. I'm going to pick that, but uh, you'll see you'll see me do that a lot. Like, this is what I think is going to happen, but I want this guy to win. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I'll be rooting for Joe Ban, but I'm going to go Dwight Grant knockout in the first um next up we got eric anders versus khalil roundtree at light heavyweight that should be a fun slugfest um eric anders just a big athletic dude who's just coming in to smash your face ex-nfl uh, player right yeah. yeah is he ex-nfl i think so i think he's, i know he's a football player oh uh yeah he played for alabama alabama yeah uh so college then yeah college i'm okay. sorry yeah uh, um, khalil roundtree um Again, tough, well-rounded guy. I think the last last win I saw was when he knocked out Gokan um, Saki, man. Uh, Gokan Saki, but Fuck. then he but then he came up against the monster monster and Johnny Walker. So yeah, that, but yeah. everybody's listening to Johnny Walker. The only person's not is the Matt Johnny Walker. <laughs> he's the guy. Speaking of light heavyweight, Johnny Walker's the guy. I'm like, please just develop him right. Um, no more. Uh, yeah, don't 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 push him right to Jones. Just just, just let him develop. Yeah, uh, he's got time in his career. Just let him develop. Um, and lay off the celebrating. Lay off the celebrating. Keep him away from the coke and the <laughs> and the tainted supplements and the dick pills. Just keep him clean, please. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he used to be a what was it? A, a dancer in Brazil. He used to be a, like a stripper. Yeah, he used to be a stripper for or obviously um, for women. But good I mean, for him. Yeah. Right. Doesn't so. matter what he's a stripper for. He's in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> he, could, he could he could be a stripper for men if he wanted to. You know what's funny? Though? Why are you saying he can't? Jo- oh yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. I'm just. <laughs> hey, 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 you can be a stripper for whoever you want to be. I'm just saying. I think. Why don't you believe in him, dude? Yeah, right? God. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny though, because his last fight, he was like saying that he wanted the fight to last longer, so that way he can test his endurance. And he's like, "Trust me, I'm not trying to." You know, beat these people like that, but you know that's just the way his fights are going. Is one round knockouts? Yeah, um, but yeah, but anyway, back to Anders versus Roundtree. Um, I mean, Roundtree's shown that he's got one punch power. Um, I mean, it was, it was actually a big feather in his cap to knock out one of the best kickboxers in the world. Yeah, um, and. Anders definitely needs the win, I believe. He's on like a f- two-fight skid, I think. Yeah, he's on. Uh, yeah, he's on a two-fight skid. He's not um, doing too it, it was a tough decision loss to Theodoru, but uh, um, he didn't look that bad in it. He's big, aggressive. He could definitely end in the fight like that. He's probably the, the favorite going in. Um, I feel like he could be more fun. Um, further along in the light heavyweight division. So I'm going to pick him, hoping that he, he has some success in the light heavyweight division just to like make a mess of things and play spoiler. Um, so I'm going to go Eric Anders' knockout in the second. 
Um, what about you? I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna go with Khalil Roundtree. Go Roundtree. Yeah, I'm gonna go Roundtree. Second round knockout. Mm-hmm. They both have heavy hands, but I feel like Khalil Roundtree is a little faster than Eric Anders. Mm-hmm. And um, you can kind of see what's coming with Anders. You yeah. can, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Eric Anders, you can see he's so physically strong, but at the same time, his athleticism as as athleticism is not up to par with what Khalil Roundtree has. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They yeah. both need to win, actually. Yeah, and, and Roundtree's no stranger to playing spoiler. Everyone no. wanted Gokan Saki to win. Roundtree, you know, kept his calm, stayed in the pocket, and just you know, executed beautifully against yeah. Saki. Um, but, yeah, we'll see how he does against Eric Anders. Um, but yeah, that should be a fun one. Yeah, third fight. Yeah, right? Eric yeah. Anders, if anything, he's probably going to make that one a mess. So just want <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, we got the co-main event at middleweight for the inter. I believe it's the. I want to say it's for the interim middleweight championship. Yeah, because you're yeah. you still got Whitaker. That's out. So. Still injured. Yeah. Just damn shame. Um, God, it happened the day off. I was like, God damn it, break, man. Guys, don't ruin another podcast for us. Just yeah. everyone stay clean. Just stay in your hang out in your rooms, play video games. But they said he really wanted to fight too, and he said, No, if you would have took a punch, you could have died. And it's like, fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. If it was anyone, I mean, it's Whitaker. I believe it. Oh, if it was anyone sure. else, it'd be like, nah. Yeah. But it's Whitaker. I believe that. Yeah. Um, we got Kelvin Gastelum versus Israel Adesanya. Man, I think this one's going to be closer than everyone thinks. This Cause, is so even. Cause so I, even. I feel like everyone sees Israel as like the the second coming of uh, Anderson Silva, especially if you saw that last fight because it looked like when Israel fought Anderson Silva, it looked like a fucking video game. Yeah. Uh, I was just like Jesus Christ, um, but Israel. I don't remember him going against anyone who has a wrestling background like this, which is what I've wanted to see in him and see how he works with that. Because Israel's got all the tools to be a huge star in and out of the ring. Like cause he's good on the mic, yeah. uh, super likable guy. Um, uh, and then again, he's always fun to watch, even in his decision fights. Like. Very fun to watch, very entertaining, high-skilled, um, and only just about to enter his prime. He's only like 28, 29, yeah. so his best years are still ahead of him. Um, so he could be a superstar for the UFC. Basically the type of guy that ESPN, like, yeah, we hope he becomes a huge star. You're pushing for him. Yeah. Kelvin Gastelum, on the other hand, is perf- who is, one, good at everything, two, perfect for playing spoiler. Um and he he's been through this kind of situation before when he got su- when he originally got signed and fought in the Ultimate Fighter finale. He fought. Uh, remember Uriah Hall? Yeah, yeah. And how he's just wrecking everybody in the house in the Dude. Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, that guy was just supposed to be like the second coming too. And then Kelvin Gastelum's like, nah, I got this, and put a stop to that. So I mean, Kelvin's been in this situation before. And ever since he's moved up to middleweight, he's looked way better. Again, another case of like, hey, quit trying to cut weight because, you know, how many fucking times did he miss weight at Walter Weight? But not only that, he's so much stronger, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to root against Kelvin in this in, for me here just because he's uh, he trains locally. He trains at a Huntington Beach yeah. at Kings. Um, so, yeah, I always want to root for the local guy. God, Israel's so good. This is a really good, like, even fight, I believe. If even still, like, how the strength that um, that he has, Calvin, mm-hmm. if he can get him to the ground, like, who knows what Israel has been training well, that, for, like, or his athleticism, like, he's easily can defend it. You know, and, oh, that's that's my question. I yeah. want to see what Israel does off his back. Yeah. Calvin could definitely get him there. I just I want to see what happens. Um, 
Or what? What? Because Kelvin's definitely like seeing what he does, and he was like, "Yeah, we just got to fucking time up, time up, make this boring." Yeah. Um, but Kelvin, I feel like we'll want to stand with him, um, just because uh, he trains under Rafael Cordero, who's one of the best fucking striking coaches of all time. Uh, like, what's his game? Plan? What's gonna your game be, plan? You know, like, what does Kelvin have? What's his game plan? I mean, the obvious one for Kelvin is to again time up, keep him against the cage, get the takedown. And just yeah, wrestle fuck him. Uh, but he can strike though too. It, he can. He absolutely can. Oh shit! We saw what he did to Bisping. Yeah. Fuck. Um, but it was also an older Bisping. True. Short notice. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like the, the result would have happened either way. But he in, stood toe to toe with Tyron Woodley too. True. Know? True. Yeah. Very much true. And he beat Johnny Hendricks. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, Kelvin, when he gets these big fights, um. Well, against bigger names, I guess. He hasn't had much luck. But, Mm-mm. I mean, he's been in this exact situation before against Uriah Hall, which makes me, you know, mentally, like, he's probably very confident. He's not worried. Uh, right. But Israel, again, I thought I was going to pick Israel here. I might pick Kelvin. Yeah, and one, one local guy. I, I can't not root for him. Um, then two, Israel, again, I just haven't seen all these questions answered so i'm wondering like what happens again when he gets taken to the ground and just fucking like mauled that way but also too israel's like got one of the coolest names man <laughs> the last style bender like come on that's so fucking cool See, that's hard to root for yeah. against him too because yeah. he's a giant nerd he does yeah. all the naruto like hand signs right before his fight so fuck uh <sighs> Could Calvin play spoiler again? Because everyone's going to be rooting for Israel. And I feel like when that happens, like, it doesn't happen. No. So I'm going to pick Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to want Israel to win. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, you know, I'm going to say Calvin wins this by decision. Um, he's definitely had more experience in the UFC. His camp is super experienced. He's He trains with a lot of top guys at Kings. Uh, and like I said, he trains with Javier Cordero. Um, and then the fact that he's been in this exact situation before um, makes me a little more comfortable picking Kelvin here. So I'm going to take Kel- He's probably, I wonder if he's listed as the underdog. I didn't look up the odds for this one. Um, but yeah, I'll go Kelvin decision. What about you? Um, I'm going to go with Israel. Um, and for the simple fact that I feel like his fight against Spider. Mm-hmm. Was the fight that needed he needed in order for him to get that like big fight out of the way? Even though he's mm-hmm. had prior fights to that, you're fighting against Anderson Silva. You know yeah. that's that name. You know means something. It's got a lot of worth behind it. So I feel like when he fought Anderson, he's like, okay, this is the this is the big time. You know, yeah. He- and I feel like for him to get that fight out of the way, this now leading up, okay, that's the fight I needed. Now I get my championship. This is the time. And I feel like he'll step up. And even though Kelvin is more than worthy of getting that bell, I think Israel has a lot more tools aside from, you know, the wrestling factor. We'll see how that goes. But I feel like he can overcome that and win the fight. So I'm going to go with the third round TKO, mm-hmm. Israel. Yeah, I'm not mad at that pick. Yeah. Again, I hope he's the superstar that everyone thinks he is. Um, it's just that Kelvin will be like the best test for that. Like he, he's he he loves playing spoiler. Yeah, um, but this is for the title. So we'll, I mean, God. Yeah, so we'll so, see where that goes. I hope so good. Um, but yeah, can't wait for that one. Uh, 
Finally, we have the main event at lightweight for the interim lightweight championship. We have the f- current featherweight champion, Max Holloway, who's going up in weight class, thank God, Yeah, <laughs> uh, to fight Dustin Poirier. And um, I bet your common fan probably has Holloway running away with this. I don't think it's going to be that kind of fight. Check the history books, uh, people. Yeah, I mean, well, especially since... You know, people probably counted out Dustin Poirier out of the title picture for a while, but well, he you look at his record, out. his record, his resume, Dude. Um, yeah. he's right up there, and he's probably improved just as much as Max has. Um, well, maybe Max has improved a little bit more than I he mean, has, you but, can go, you can but still, list, yeah. yeah. Um, Poirier's been doing this a long time. I've been a fan of Poirier since, uh, did you ever see that uh, documentary he was in? Mm-mm. It's called Fightville. It's really good. So ever since I, ever since I saw that, I was a fan. Um, you know, one of the first documentaries I saw on MMA Fighter what? was uh, True Life. I'm a, I'm a kickboxer. The one with Fred, Frankie Edgar? Frankie Edgar, yeah. man. That was so good. Yeah. yeah. Everyone forgets that. Yeah. Is True Life still around? No, I don't think so. Oh, man. I think T-Mom or Catfish or oh. one of those shows took over all that, like that. shit. True Life was dope. Yeah. That was, that was, I, I, I really did like that show. And uh, to see Frankie Edgar on that. I yeah. was a fan of his after that. Um, but yeah, ever since I saw Dustin in that uh, that documentary fight bill go check it out it's from like 2010 2011 uh-huh. it's from a while ago it did the, right at the beginning of his was career it on netflix or something or? it was okay i don't know if it's still there it's, check been, it out. it's been a long time but that ever since that i was a fan um and always been kind of rooting for the guy too and uh he's, he's put together some wins against some big names uh pettis gagey alvarez um but he's fought big guys too you know yeah. connor um, Yancey Medeiros, Michael Johnson. Well, see, that's another, he, again another example. Like he was fighting at featherweight, he finally goes up in one to one fifty five, and now he looks great. Yeah, this is where he he should have been the whole time. Because I, I think he was at lightweight. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. He was at lightweight, went down, and now he's back up, and he looks great. Holloway was fighting at featherweight for a long time, um, but I I think check this out. So when they first fought. Holloway's only 20, so yeah. of course he's fighting featherweight. Like, he, yeah. he hasn't fully grown yet. Now that he's older, he's like 28, 29 now. It's like, okay, it makes sense for him to move up a weight class. Now you're you know, you're fully developed. Uh, I know he's had issues with weight cuts before, but well, I, I like him, the idea of him fighting at 155. Yeah, well, when he was, that first fight, he was supposed to fight Ortega, man. He looked so out of it in that interview with Bisping, mm-hmm. and then you see something was wrong, so... For him to go up now, it's like, okay, this is maybe the way he needs to be. Because you can see his interviews, everything is so good. Like, he seems so calm, relaxed, mm-hmm. and he seems comfortable. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, Max going up in weight, you're going to see a healthy Max Holloway, not drained. Um, I, I think you're going to see the best Max Holloway you've ever seen. But um, is, is there asterisk to the champ champ, though, if he wins this one? Because it'll be interim champ. Yeah, interim? He'll have the two belts, but, I mean. Yeah. Here's the thing, like, I've never been a fan of interim belts, but I understand that we have no idea when Khabib's coming back, so this, it might be one of those cases where I think they did it with the lightweight title before, where it was an interim title initially, and then, like, whoever was the champ wasn't going to come back, Yeah. so they said the next fight was for the the actual championship. But then, technically, you kind of have two interim, because Tony was the interim Remember that it was that whole thing where they just took it away for no reason because oh, yeah. he got injured. That's right. Yeah, and I was just like, that sucks. Yeah, um, yeah. it wasn't his fault. It was just freak accident. Um, 
but yeah, so they they, they stripped that one, so that doesn't count. This is the, the inter, for the interim championship. Um, like I said, it's just been fucking chaos with their title picture. Yeah. Um, but I, I really do think you're gonna see the best Max Holloway ever. Um, he'll be healthy. Um, he'll be far more confident in his skills than the first time they fought. Like uh, people are gonna point to that first fight and. Um, in both cases, that's not the same fighter. They've both come leaps and bounds since that fight. Can you look at when that was? It was, it was way. It UFC one forty three. One forty three. Jesus Christ! That's right? forever ago. Yeah. So let me see when that date was. Oh, holy that was a long shit. time ago. Um, but yeah, don't get me wrong. Dustin Poirier has two thousand twelve. Seven twelve. Years Jesus ago. Christ. Yeah. yeah. So both those men are like different fighters now. Dustin yeah. Poirier is really coming to his own again. He looks healthy. He looks great. Um, he, he did kind of catch a lucky break in the last fight with uh, Albert. Did you see it? Yeah, with Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Because he did that weird twelve to six elbow to his to Poirier's shoulder because he had Poirier down against the cage, and then they got stood up, and that's when Poirier lit him up. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, there was. And there's a, yeah, there's a lot of controversy behind that because it's like, what? Why would you stand? The, yeah. Well, no, because it was. It's it's more that the rule is dumb. Yeah. It's left over from the the archaic days of the that's the right, UFC. That's right. So you can't do a twelve to six elbow at all. Eddie, I think, thought you couldn't do the elbow to the twelve to six to the head, but you just can't do it at all, which is stupid because it, it's not a powerful move. It's really just it's one of those more annoying ones when you got them on the ground. Um. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. But Poirier took advantage of it and lit Eddie up. So uh, he's and Eddie's been getting lit up a lot, man. Fuck. Um, yeah, he lost his debut and won championship. So kind of a bummer. Yeah. I was hoping he'd get uh, to, to at least that title in one before he had a loss. So I hope Eddie can get it together and put in like a, a title run over in one championship. I'd love to see him get that last belt uh, just because he has all the other ones yeah um guaranteed hall of famer for sure in the future i just again i hope he recovers and figures it out um i hope it wasn't just a case of him underestimating the fighters in one because they got some beasts over there yeah they do yeah um dj got his first win over there which is cool um but anyway back to matt versus (laughs) poirier um i mean i don't know if dustin's gonna go for it Takedown. I don't know. Think that would be a good idea against Max because his jujitsu is really slick. Yeah, that's the thing about Max in general. He's very slick. Um, very. Again, you kind of have this idea of since he's like a tough dude from Wai'anae that he just goes in and brawls. But no, he's he's very patient. Picks his shots. Uh, big volume punchers, so he doesn't blow his wad. Um, Poirier is kind of like your traditional like kind of mma guy like he'll throw he doesn't throw in bunches but like he, he's just good at everything he does and he does train at att under mike brown um probably one of the best camps in the world right now so dustin gets a lot of high quality like sparring max has been with the same camp this whole time so i mean um but it's been working <laughs> so it, it, yeah it's so much like growth you've seen since the last fight because Dustin got him in a triangle armbar. Yeah. Like Dustin was a, he mounted him and it was a yeah, triangle armbar. And you, and you think of Max now it's like Max would what the fuck are you talking about? Max would never get down in a triangle no. armbar. 
the fuck? Yeah, I yeah. mean, just the way he put away Ortega in the last fight was just so impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just like, wow. That's... And Ortega's known for the fucking triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The only thing that could happen to... Because Max will... Again, he'll get a tad overconfident sometimes. He will take some shots. Um, I think he'll have to do less of that with Poirier because I think he's a better... Because Poirier's a better striker than Ortega. Yeah. Um, but he lets himself open too when he when he fought Jose. That's true. Yeah. So um, you know he can take it. Yeah. Um, just I think Poirier is not going to fall for those tricks, no. especially with a guy like Mike Brown coaching him. Um, and then if you look at who the fucks at American Top Team right now, it's just the best of the best. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that's gonna be tough. You know, I I hope it's five rounds of Max Holloway and Dustin fucking trading shots. Uh, I'm going to go Holloway decision on this one. What about you? You know what? I always say this, man. To be the best, you got to beat the best, and the best is blessed, my yeah. man. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going with decision, like you said. Yeah. I just want to see the best fight uh, ever. Yeah. I just want to see a good fight. Um, I, I think you are going to see the best version of Max Holloway. He'll be healthier, um, far more confident than where he was in the first time he fought Dustin. And again, just much more mature and patient. Um, not that Dustin can't spoil this. I would not be surprised at all if he won this. But I, I think this is Max Holloway's time. And then hopefully we get, you know, Holloway versus Khabib or something, you know? I'm crazy like that. Yeah, we need that. Or Tony comes Ho- back. Yeah, Holloway versus Tony. I'd love yeah. that too. Oh, that'd be a good one. Fuck, oh, man. I'd love that. But everybody... Like who else is in the like the weight class? We have a lot of great fighters in that weight class as well too. I mean the the lighter weight classes are usually stacked yeah. in terms of skill. Like I mean they just have to be yeah. more skilled. Heavyweight you can get away with being okay as long as you hit fucking hard. <laughs> That's gonna open up pretty quickly as soon as DC gets out of there because you know Francis is gonna fight pretty soon against Francis and then, Dos Santos, right? Yeah, that's gonna be huge because those guys are just fucking coming with it. That's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, was, I really hope Francis has figured it out, and that's, you know, he just needed the, that experience. And we haven't seen Stipe come back yet, so hopefully he comes back soon. I feel soon. bad for Stipe. Yeah, so do I, that I, guy I mean, deserves more. He's fighting he fires, so. Well, no, I mean, he, <laughs> he yeah. deserves a fight. Like, yeah. God, the most successful heavyweight um, in uh, UFC history, and he, they haven't thrown him a bone. I'm no. like, what's going on here? Something's so up. I feel really bad for Stipe. He he deserves more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's I mean that's all the fights. So uh, um, yeah, check out UFC 236 on Saturday. This should be a fucking blast. Um, very excited for this one. Um, hopefully I can make some time to watch it. But if anything, I'll I'll catch the replay. It's not a not a huge deal. Um, David, any current events for us? Well, because we- we're since we're trying out this uh this new format. Well, we kind of touched a lot of them, but you know, today we got they got announced was uh, UFC 239 July. You got GD, uh, JDS Junior Dos Santos is going to fight Francis Ngannou, mm-hmm. and then they also uh, threw in uh, Pedro Munoz is going to fight. Uh, where is it at? Pedro Munoz is going to fight. Um, God damn it! I just had that with me. <laughs> Who is it? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Luke Rockhold versus uh, uh, Jan Blasquez. Jan Blahovich. Jan. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> Jan Blahovich. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna fight him in 239, and then 
and then yeah, Yohor Romero. Then oh, I'm sorry, Diego Sanchez and Michael Giesa is going to fight on that as well. Got uh, pulling up. So oh, you got John Jones, Tiago Santos. Oh, that's right, I forgot about yeah. Santos getting thrown to the top there. I mean, if Santos can make a mess of it, like he's got a chance. You could put John out in one. Yeah. Um, I mean, still John Jones. Get Nunez versus home. That should be a good one. That's really if Amanda beats her, that's it. She's the greatest female fighter of all time. Um, Gano versus Dos Santos. Blahovich versus Rockhold. That's that's a good one. Two thirty nine mm-hmm. looks. When is that? July. July. Yeah. Ooh. And we always talk about July. It's like good the, one. the yeah. biggest fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, because that's I feel like that's around San Diego Comic Con time. So that'd be cool if it was like down there and we could find a place to watch it. Yeah. And then Daniel or Daniel or DC called out Dana White, told him to book the Brock Lesnar fight already. I mean, we knew it was happening. Oh, Comic Con's July July eighteenth. Anyway, um, but yeah, that that was the thing when I was watching WrestleMania, where I was just like, I know they're gonna book the fight. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to see them wrap up the story in a satisfactory way. And I guess people got what they wanted because what was going on over there was Brock had this weird contract where I'm not really mad at it either. Yeah. Um, he's only there part time. He wasn't a very visible champion. It's like he, but he had the belt. So it's like, you never saw the belt on TV. Yeah. Uh, which is frustrating. Um, he never got on the mic. He just had Paul Heyman talk for him. So it really felt like, he didn't give a shit, and it was kind of like, "Hey, we we wanted you here, we wanted to root for you, but if you're not like, if you're just gonna show up, do a couple of moves, and leave, like, why do we, why do we want you as our champion?" Um, and people are like, "Well, wrestling's fake in any way and scripted." Like, well, yeah, it's scripted, but it's still got to be an entertaining show. Brock just wasn't that entertaining. He's like a, a very like impressive sight to see. Yeah. yeah, he's a fucking monster. Almost like a like a circus show, you know? Like yeah, a, yeah. Um, but I mean, if he's not doing anything, no. you're just kind of like, well, what? Why do we have you here? <laughs> you know that that's that's the uh, the sentiment that I that I felt watching like uh, following the storyline over the past uh, few months, and uh, I, I get it. Like you know, when we go, think about to when we were. Uh, watching wrestling and we had fucking the rock and stone cold on tv every day going at it with everyone that's what we wanted to see even yeah. if they weren't wrestling they were on tv and yeah they were being entertaining brock doesn't have that um you don't get, and he didn't want to either yeah you could tell he just let Heyman talk for him and you don't get excited when you hear his music come out you know no like you would get ex- like you would it, the fucking crowd goes nuts when you hear the rock or you hear mm-hmm. stone cold like the shatter glass and it's mm-hmm. like as soon as you hear that it's like everybody goes nuts yeah you used to hear that with brock but it just went away because again of his contract i'm not mad at it it's kind of a good deal part-time he probably made a shitload of money yeah and the ufc will pay him but yeah i mean that's what was going on yeah i wanted to see like uh it was a feel-good ending at wrestlemania but seeing him go through that i was just like all right let's just get him to the ufc and i just want to see this now yeah (laughs) um yeah we all know what's going on but you know we wanted more but we didn't get it so okay bye so yeah hope we get dc versus brock i guess i'm all for it i hope dc gets paid and rides off into the sunset (laughs) and then you got cody garbrandt with the new with the tj dillshaw news coming out (laughs) and uh just popping off on twitter talking about um 
you know, I don't think he realized that he just lost to Pedro Munoz. Yeah. But he says, all my losses are from fighters that have popped, have been popped for PEDs. Pedro Munoz is like, what? Yeah, hey. right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, motherfucker, I didn't get popped. <laughs> he goes, I can stand behind this when I say I'll always be a drug-free athlete. Um, but he also says, let's make this clear. I'm saying my losses are are a direct result of PED convicted uh, fighters. I also fight like a dumbass. So he, I mean, he realizes that he also let themselves susceptible. But yeah, yeah, it's Cody just being a, a fucking hothead. Like he just yeah. gets so emotional. Um, he he needs. I don't know who the fuck's still at Alpha Male other than Uriah because they lost Justin Buckholtz too. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, they they need a they need a head coach. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Cody, I think with the right coach, maybe that's what he needs to do. Maybe he switches teams just to like get a fresh take on on his style. Because physically, he's got the tools. He's still young. Um, he's got the speed. He's got the power for that division. It's just you need some other. I wonder what other fucking team has a bunch of guys his size. That's the tough part. Yeah. Um. But yeah, at least he he caught himself. Like you know, I saw. I think I saw that tweet too, and I'm like, hold it. <laughs> Everybody else is like, fuck you, man. I didn't get <laughs> I didn't get popped. Um, and then we have, we're recording tonight, which is the 10. So on the 12th, which is Friday, you got Lomachenko versus Anthony Corolla on Staples Center and it's an ESPN plus. Oh, that's on ESPN plus too. Yes. Wow. They got everything. Yeah. But, um, do you have any takes or anything on that? I mean, Lomachenko's, he's my guy when it comes to boxing. He's the one I want to watch. Yeah. Um, uh, and I know there are people who are bigger draws. I think the heavyweight picture in boxing is the most exciting thing right now, with especially with the Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is with ESPN, so we'll get some fights with him uh, and Deontay Wilder and uh, Anthony Joshua. But Lomachenko is another one of those guys, just so fucking fun to watch. Um, he got the nickname The Matrix for a reason. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I don't see anyone being like a real big threat to him right now. Um, well, at least not this guy. Um, I guess I don't know much about him, but without even looking at the guy, be a Lomachenko decision. Like he's he's just gonna have too many tools to use to, against this guy. Yeah, he said he's even said that he's waiting for that big fight. He's yeah. still looking for that worthy opponent. This is to keep him warm. Yeah, really, it is. Um, it's crazy they have boxing again. It's, it's been around so long. They have boxing down to that science. It's like yeah. we just need a guy to keep him warm. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but yeah. And then, and then you got in May, Ben Askren's going to wrestle Jordan Burroughs in the Battle of the U.S. Olympians. Oh, in a, in a grappling match. Yeah, a grappling match. That should be interesting. I yeah. wonder if, if Askren still has it. Because he, um, he was talking to Rogan about um, he, he took like three months off from wrestling when yeah. he was training MMA. And like his, his skill set slipped. So he, he was like sparring against someone he normally like owned and like oh what the hell i even i did not do well so i I don't know if he's been training wrestling i mean he trains out of duke rufus's gym so i don't know who's there to like you know to like grapple with him yeah you know jordan burroughs is a monster when it comes (laughs) to what he does um just a beast of an athlete um I believe he's younger, right? Yeah. Jordan Bur- yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to have to go Burroughs on this one. But then um, also, too, Ben Askren's got rumored to have that fight coming up in the summer against uh, Jorge Masvidal. Oh, yeah. Two thir- didn't he say two? Thir- no, no. That was someone else. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, they said that's pretty much the the next fight. And yeah. I see that being... 
I, I see that going smoother than the Lawler fight. Yeah. To be honest. Um, Masvidal, you can never count the guy out. He's been around a long time. Fucking vicious. Um, but again, I, I think, again, even Askren's probably guilty of like UFC jitters. You know, that was his first fight. No matter how big you are, UFC is like a different thing. Yeah. Um, that's supposed to be the top. So he probably didn't look his best now that Askren's going to be comfortable with the whole environment and stepping into the cage, I, I think you're going to start to see some shit go down when it comes to um, Askren's octagon run. Just wasn't clean, you know? It wasn't yeah. smooth. Yeah. But he still got the win, so mm-hmm. how many more you want? Um, do you think not UFC or? Uh, I got one more UFC. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we have a champ champ that um, was kind of a free agent, but then he just resigned with Bellator, and that's Ryan Bader. Oh, man. Good for Bader. Yeah like that dude a lot you're seeing the best version of him now yeah i feel like um so for those of you who aren't familiar ryan bader used to fight for the ufc at light heavyweight i want to say yeah he was on the ultimate fighter Mm -hmm. um i still remember when it was like him on the rise and john jones on the rise and they were both undefeated and like um jones obviously got the better of that but it was fun to see him uh, do his thing in the ufc and then um when's the bell tour he had some success there uh, and it wasn't one of those things where I don't know if I can't remember if the UFC just flat out cut him or if it was like he became a free agent and had options. I think he just became a free agent and he had his options, yeah. so he signed with Bellator. Yeah, and Bellator's they're making some some good moves over there. I yeah. like what they're doing. Um, but Bader, yeah, they, they put him in the heavyweight Grand Prix and he looked fantastic. Um, some will argue it's like, well, he fought Fedor and Fedor's not as prime true, but he's fought against some other guys there, and you know you're seeing the best version of him. Um, and I still think he's improving too. Um, but yeah, good for Bader. Like get that money while you can. He's probably got a couple of years left in him. Um, well, maybe a little more at heavyweight. Yeah. Um, they said that in his next fight, he want they wanted, uh, Scott Coker said he wanted to get him in Chicago. Ooh, that'd be a good one. That'd be really I think good Bader one. has him there, but that's a good one. Yeah. Um, that should be fun, but man, good for Bader. I like that dude a lot. And um, then big, um, uh, big geek news, Star Wars. Uh-huh. Episode 9. Going to get a trailer and a title April 12th. Rumor has it. April 12th? That, that like, is Friday. It's Friday. Ooh. Yeah. What are you, you looking forward to? <laughs> kind of the same thing. I'm looking forward to just fucking seeing it, but I know every fan's going to be like, oh, this sucks. Rooted again. Like, there's uh, the Star Wars fan base, probably the worst fan base in all of, like, nerddom. I'm like, I'm so sick of um, all the complaining, all the whininess, everyone just being a baby. I'm like... Yo, just watch the movie. If you don't like it, you it doesn't have to be part of your life, you know? Yeah. Uh, everyone just says it's like, oh, they're ruining what my childhood and stuff. I'm like, you realize that's physically impossible. <laughs> your, your, your childhood happened already. Right. It formed you. It already turned you into who you are now. Um, your childhood probably wasn't that great if you're complaining about a fucking movie ruining your life. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's gonna happen. It'll be everyone fucking like flipping out. It's like oh, they still ruin this. They they didn't do this one. They should have done this. And I'm like, you fucking make the better uh, solution then. Yeah. The, here, here's what I think is gonna happen. It's gonna come out. It's gonna be good, and it's gonna fucking make a ton of money. That's what I think is gonna happen. Per usual. And yeah. And everybody's gonna bitch about it afterward. Yeah. yeah. No matter how good it is, it could be the greatest movie ever. People would still bitch. Yeah. There's no pleasing. That's everybody. what sucks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just because they, they did something different, uh, which I understand not liking it. Cool. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to like it, 
But to go to the extremes that some fans go to, imagine being so fucking uh, miserable with your life that you have to go comment on like some forum about how shitty this movie is or how this ruined your childhood. <laughs> Fuck off, you know? <laughs> like whenever I see those comments, I'm like, who are you? And like, who hurt you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You need a hug. I don't know anyone who's gone... At least I hope I don't know anyone that's gone like forums like that and just leave angry comments Fuck, everywhere. Man. You know, if, if yeah, if you are, we'll give you a hug. Yeah. Well, Dave will. I <laughs> I'll won't. give you a hug. Dave will. Dave loves everybody. Just won't tell you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's the biggest thing, though. Is episode nine. You're gonna get the final title of mm-hmm. of the, the the last one. And I can tell you right now, I'm probably gonna watch it multiple times. I'm probably gonna buy the Blu-ray. We'll see if I love it or not. But yeah. You know, the, the Star Wars is for a different de- generation. It's a different story. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. And even if I don't like it, I still have all the other ones that I do like. I can always watch those. Yeah. So, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. None of that's going anywhere. So yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. It'll be cool. Um, I'll be excited for it. And then everyone's going to bitch about it. And that'll be the only one you watch, right? Hmm? That'll be the only trailer you watch. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, if it's just teaser, maybe I'll watch the full trailer. Uh huh. Um, but beyond that, that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's my prediction. I'll like it. I'll like the trailer. I'll be excited for it, and then everyone's gonna shit on it. That's that's my <laughs> prediction. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Is that it? That's it. All right, man. This was fun. Actually. Yeah. This was a good one. Maybe we'll mess around with this uh this format a little bit more down the line. But, uh, yeah, UFC 236, check that out this Saturday. I'm going to put up this episode as soon as I get home. Um, April 13th, uh, 7 o'clock per usual on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, so check it out. See how wrong we are. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, though, not ESP, it's going to be on ESPN+, Plus, but pay-per-view ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, so you still yeah. got to get it. Yeah. Um, but it should be discounted if you have ESPN+. Plus. So please check that out. I'm excited for this one. Uh, David, any plugs before we go? Yeah, you can find me at Superfan Armenta on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Facebook at David Armenta. Shout out to Lupus Org. Donate to the cause. And if you can, please go out and donate platelets. You can donate platelets every seven days up to 24 times a year or if you can also please go out and donate whole blood you could donate whole blood every 115 days a year uh an incentive you get uh movie passes so well like we talked about all these good movies are going to be coming out throughout the rest of the year you can use those towards um watching some movies so yeah donate and get get some movie passes and you can find me on instagram at justin malari and on twitter at justin underscore malari the geek offensive has its own social media as well with the handle at geek offensive this show is part of the geek say what network so big thank you to the network and to jpg for providing the platform uh and uh just giving letting us have a voice here um big shout out to the plethora of shows that are available on the network as well uh first up you have your starting line to geek culture ready set geek uh hosted by alex gallant you have our trivia podcast geek ko hosted by justin madriaga and ish uh we also finally have dgif diverse geeks in focus hosted by Gemma vidal uh focusing on marginalized issues within geek culture um her show right now is just available on uh 
SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. And uh, the Apple and Google podcast feeds will come out soon, but mm-hmm. all the shows should be available on Google and Apple podcasts. Uh, and coming out soon is uh, Pencil Neck Geeks, our pro wrestling podcast. Such It'll a be, great name. Be hosted by uh, Berto Ponce and Elaine Delalas. Shout be out, running Berto. Sound. I'll be and running Elaine. sound on that one. Um, is Kirby so, going to be on there? Uh, no, just Elaine and Berto. Okay. Um, so please keep an eye out for that one. And then I want to say it'll probably be like May. If I had to guess, keep an eye out for that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so all the wrestling stuff I've been talking about, it's leading somewhere, folks. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, but yeah, please download, subscribe uh, to all those shows. And you can find all, all of the shows on social media as well. Uh, next big shout out goes to our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for normally providing the space and the equipment, except for this episode. Um, but uh, please check them out at wayland.ws and look for their audio drama, Where Live Frontier, now available on Alpha. Finally, big shout out to our apparel sponsor, jordandene.com. Um, that's Jordan D E N E dot com. Uh, they're a geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York. They're eco friendly. They help you look nerdy. And if you use the promo code Geek Say What, uh, you get twenty percent off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. Oh, fuckers. And I believe <laughs> that's it, Dave. Thanks for letting for hosting the show and in, in your fine manner. I'm gonna lie. It's it's a manner. It's a it's a mansion. Yeah, it's a mansion. Yeah, he's got yeah. 25 bedrooms, folks. No, if uh, it was a mansion, we'd have a sound booth. <laughs> hey, we wouldn't be giving a shout-out to Waylon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just in one of his, like, six dining halls. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, thanks again, Dave. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to Join the Offensive. And check out our slash titty drop. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.